Greetings, listener. Welcome to the David Shaw podcast. I am your host, David Shaw. I find myself mildly excited to present this episode. It includes a personal reading of two separate journal entries of mine, both recent and also both seemingly opposite. If I may suggest paying close attention to where the mind can travel, once the priority is shifted from what should be, that is, what one believes their mind should be thinking, and in exchange given room to process what is, that is, the authenticity of the individual's genuine expression of himself or herself. I share myself openly in ways like this as an alternative reminder of what being a human actually looks like. Most every form of entertainment presented to the modern American is at best a fabrication manufactured for corporate or governmental gain. Think advertisements, billboards, magazine ads, advertisements in between your YouTube videos, on the radio, think political campaigning. And at worst is the source of societal division, left versus right politics, confirmation bias, individual confusion, and habitual hijacking of one's mind without consent. Each moment of this episode is connected by a recorded sound from a mountain river in Colorado that I gathered myself, which is quite soothing and helps keep the mind on pace in between the segments. And lastly, I invite you to reflect on your own true self as I guide you using mine. Please note, these entries are not as much about me as they are about cultivating a better us. And now, I bring you the continuation of this episode. Journal entry, Saturday, November 13th, 2021, nighttime. When I attempt to dissect my most natural source of my most reoccurring troubles, I find, at least in part, that I am deeply bothered. I don't really mean much to the world at large. Not even to my dad, my mom, my stepdad, 
or my brother and sisters. At the summit of my greatest efforts, I look upwards and see how many others have climbed farther, faster, higher, and with greater ease. Some of which due to fortune and some of which due because they are more competent than I. This reminds me of Buddhist philosophy that desire leads to suffering. It's difficult, I find, to condense all that I feel into a journal entry such as this one. And the path of vulnerability has both encouraged me then later betrayed my faith in it. Each road I've sworn on behalf of has unraveled to be much less than I ever believed it would be, than I ever hoped it would be. I'm naive, stubborn, prideful, persistent, humbled, and now exhausted. The maze is too large for me to outrun and too difficult, that is, too challenging for me to decode. It seems more fitting once I think of myself a loser born from a lineage of a bloodline that perhaps should have never been allowed to reproduce. What have I done for humanity? What has my bloodline done for humanity? The answer is nothing. Nothing that can't or isn't being done better by a multitude of others. This to me, in part, is the irony that I find in the American proclamation of Christianity that God loves me and has a purpose for me. That the millions of replaceable humans who in fact mean little to the survival of the human species do indeed belong. All the while, the evidence by sheer reasoning alone would favor the opposite being true. And we see that in how we're treated, in the roles available 
to us. It's a plea we convince ourselves of, using our best efforts to deny what I believe is the darkest sense we live with. That we, that I, don't actually belong. And this is dangerous once grappled with. And the question remains, now what? What matters? To those born winners, those whom laws are useful, the multitudes of losers were conned into mindless workers, slaves, servants. What now with minds full can we, the losers, do? Much harm, perhaps. Not so much out of evil, but rather out of resentment. With no actual purpose and an intelligence enough to see through the smoke and mirrors that have worked so well in recent past, what will keep us from settling into the animalistic inclinations of our human tendencies? It's not that we don't care. We just know that the fight ain't fair. Jokers, not Batmans, will result, are resulting. And who can honestly blame them? Us. Me. Perhaps you. Maybe the elites know this. And in theory, if they are so clearly opposed to sharing their wealth, to sharing all the riches that they have, that they're spoiled by, that they rest in, that they rely on, that they're poisoned by, wouldn't it be better to force onto the poor their version of what's best? Isn't that what Stalin did? Attempted? Hitler? And now, North Korea? China? And America leads them all. This perspective is surely flawed, but not entirely. And this is what concerns me most. That I don't believe I'm too far off what's actually true. I wonder how many more individuals are like me. Sensing this same fragrance. Realizing that we won't ever win. That our best is someone else's scraps. But maybe that isn't so bad ultimately. 
it's the deception we are indoctrinated with that I am repulsed by. The patronizing insults to our existence. Maybe it would have been better to know our place from day one. <sighs> to not be told over and over that we can when in fact we never could at all. Tuesday, November 16th, 2021. Hope seems to me to be as far foolish as it can be, conversely, wise. I don't think hope is to be prioritized but it tends to make for a useful daily vitamin. It can be a glue to hold together the eroding aspects of enduring depression. Its timing has no guarantee. It comes and it goes as seasons change. Sometimes winter doesn't provide snow, even though it has in a recent, even previous season. Today, hope has reminded me that light can shine through smog. Or perhaps rather, that smog will clear enough for one to experience light again. It isn't obviously fair from my perspective whom the light shines for, nor at what time. But my 30 years has taught me to unleash gratefulness and make good use of hope when it arrives. What is it about myself that desires to share outwardly once my cup is full? What is it about hope that causes my glass to look a little more full when for so long it seemed much more empty? I think, in part, the sensation of hope 
However, short-lived provides me the innocent support I've always sought since my youth, but have unjust but have unjustly been deprived of throughout my lived experience. Either way, these moments act like fuel to an empty tank, allowing the advanced hunk of metal to continue on being more than just a machine on wheels, idle, but rather a vehicle built and designed to take on miles upon miles of roads yet ahead. It has been no easy task to calibrate my personal tune in harmony with the rhythm of society. Sometimes I've had to be okay with the jazz. No matter, with a little give back to my ever depleted give away, I find myself closer and closer to reaching a symphony that can be called my own. And this is perhaps all a human being could really ever achieve. Now just a few final mentions. I hope this episode has met you where you currently are. Isn't it interesting how just within a few days, one expression of my soul seemed almost ready to give up and had every reason to. To only a few days later seem so willing to try again and also have every reason to. And I think it's important because in the depths of depression, along with the heights of triumph, of hope, of motivation, you can assess accurately the road required, the obstacles in front of you, what it will actually look like to achieve personal success. That is to say, personal fulfillment. I believe it's important for us to stop pretending to be something that we wish we were because what 
image was provided to us since our childhood off of MTV or the Grammys. All of that's great in addition to your own sound, but it's not if you let it replace your own sound. Perhaps we don't mean anything to the world, and perhaps that's okay. Because if nothing means anything, then what matters to you is all that matters. Something to think about. No, this isn't foolproof. And no, this isn't the height of human philosophy. But it's a great start for people who have been dealt difficult hands. It's important to practice good humanity within yourself and outwardly for others. Lastly, I do believe we need one another to feel satisfied. And that's the symphony I spoke of in those journal entries. So go find your sound, go practice that guitar, and be okay with some failures, some missteps. Get better as you go along. And try as long as you feel the sense that's worth trying. It's no easy road. And it's okay to not have all the answers. That's what I believe. And it's something that I'm offering outwardly in case those listening to this could use a little bit of encouragement and support. Because I like to consider myself the dad that I never had. Thank you for listening. We will connect again next time. May the odds be ever in your favor.